within a series of uh, great faith, faith. And the Lord had instructed us for this ministry this, this year, we are dealing with faith. Amen. Because it's going to take great faith to, to believe and uh, continue to stay uh, connected to a great God in the midst of great tribulation and circumstances. Uh, but in spite of what everybody believes <clears throat> that this world is okay, that everything is going to be all right now that we got a new president. But I, I'm here to tell you, America will never be great again until we become one nation, not under a Republican or a Democrat, but we become one nation under God. That's the only way. I mean, we, we, can, we can kid and we, we can deceive ourselves into thinking that a man is going to turn it all around, but it's not gonna. It's not gonna require a man. It's gonna require God. In, 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 the, in, the, in the predicament that this world is in, it's gonna take God to clean this up. It's gonna take God to fix this. And I know, I know, we voted for many, many of many of God's people voted for Joe Biden. And I'm not here to condemn you or whatever the case may be. But 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 one of the things that I talked about on Wednesday night, we got to check people's morals. And we got to match them to biblical standards. We just can't vote. We just can't vote for people because we won't change. See, we will vote for people because we won't change, but we won't change. See, the, 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 a lot of a lot of our personal lives is not changing. It's because we won't change. So we want everything around us to change, to evolve around us while we remain the same and so it is it is what they would call insanity to uh to seek something different but do the same thing <laughs> and so uh and so today i just want to talk to you and, and you know my assignment is to get us in position to get us in position to receive and to prepare for what is to come. Amen. And so in Genesis chapter 1, let's go to Genesis chapter 1. Uh, and I, I want to deal with a scripture today uh, later. Not right now, but I want to deal with a scripture today uh, about, uh, it's a scripture that we quote a lot. And I think a, a lot of times people quote scriptures because they hear uh, preachers quote them, apostle preachers quote them, or they just repeat. A lot of times we repeat stuff we hear in the body of Christ. You know, we good at that. We, we, don't, we don't check no references. We don't do no background checks. We don't, we don't do anything. If it's being said, it must be God. And <clears throat> a lot of things we say, uh, we, we may be saying what is said, but are we authorized? A lot of times we say things, but are we authorized? And, and I, I, I submit to you, you're not authorized to say anything until you get an understanding. That's it. Mm -hmm. 
Okay? You got to have an understanding of what the Spirit is saying to your church. Amen. You got to have an understanding. The Bible said, in all thy getting, get what? Understanding. understanding. And so in Genesis chapter 1, the Bible said, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. And we said last week that uh, 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 what, what God spoke then, it is relevant today. And we said that if you are a person that has voids in your life, the Spirit of God, while he moves, he can fill your void. And, and we know that everybody, everybody is not fulfilled. We cannot always think that everybody is on the same playing field. Right. We have some people who struggle with believing God. We have some people who don't. We got some people who struggle with walking with God. We got some people that don't. We got some people that struggle with uh, sexual sins. We got some that ju may just struggle with trust issues. We got some that struggle with different things. So everybody is not fighting the same battle, but everybody is fighting. Is that fair? Everybody is not fighting the same devil, but everybody is fighting a devil. Everybody has something to fight, something to deal with. Amen? And so, and, and, and so yours might not be mine. Mine, mine, mine may not be yours, but we all have a fight. And so we said if we're going to understand the fight of faith, we have to understand what faith is. The Bible said faith is, come on, the substance of and the of what? Things not seen. So faith is the what? Of what? Things hoped for and it is the of things not seen. And so, and so we know that faith is what pleases God. The Bible says, he that cometh to God must believe that he is. And that he is a what? Rewarder of them that do what? Diligently seek him. You have to seek him on a daily basis. In other words, you have to spend time with him. You got to make time. You have to make time in order to spend time. Rewind, rewind, rewind. Rewind. You have to make time in order to spend time. We learned on Wednesday night that the Bible said that God met Adam in the cool of the day. And we think the cool of the day is early in the morning. No, that, 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 that phrase cool of the day is translated a quiet place. We have, to, we have to meet God in a quiet place. We have to be, in order to hear God, you have to be in a place that is quiet. Oh, oh well, let me, let, me, let me bring it to in the natural. If you were communicating with somebody, in order to hear them, hear them you got to be quiet. Good teaching. Because both of y'all can't be talking. If they're trying to talk and you keep... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. Just be quiet. Let me finish what I've got to say. See y'all that say that. And so some people think because you understand them, that don't mean you have to verbalize it. Can you hold your response to the end? Because listening is just that. 
You don't listen with your mouth. That's right. You listen with your ears. You talk, you communicate with your mouth. Right? And so the Bible said he met God. And not only did he meet God, God met him. Where? In a quiet place. In the cool of the day. In a quiet place. In a consecrated place. Do we have a place to hear God? Because we will make a place to hear everybody else. But it is when God speaks, do we hear him? Or are we distracted by somebody else's talking? Are we dis distracted by us talking? Most of the time when we go into prayer, we go into prayer talking. Lord, I need. Lord, fix this. Lord, touch that. Lord, I know you ain't going to admit this one. Get them. Y'all ain't saying that. Huh? They bothered me. They hurt my feelings. They didn't speak to me. They didn't call my name on the program. Get them. Now we seek in God. We, 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 we seek in God on somebody that offended us. Y'all cold? Y'all chilling? You cool? Alright, alright. I'm just checking. I'm just checking. And so, and so, uh, and so, and so the Bible said God created the heavens and the earth. Y'all with me so far? Y'all with me so far? Are we doing alright? And the earth was without form and void. So again, if you got a void in your life, God can fill it. God can fill it. There are things that only God can fulfill. See, he has to fill us to make us full in order for us to be fulfilled. See, so in other words, there's, there's an emptiness in us. There's an emptiness in us. Well, well, I got a good job. I got a house. I got a car. But I'm still void. I'm still empty. Okay, you got family surrounding you. You got support systems around you. But there are days the way you still feel empty. What is it, God, that I need that I don't have? What is it? What, what is it that I'm searching for that I haven't found yet? So we have to, we have to, we, these, are, these are questions that some people, are, or many of us, we have asked before. There are, these are questions that people live with every day. Did I make the right move? Did I make the right decision? Before I signed that my name on the dotted line, was I really supposed to do that? Did I marry the right person? Too late now. <laughs> Amen. Too late now. You, you, you knew you, you well you knew you knew who you were married to. You know it's the right person, but there's some days y'all just don't see eye to eye. But that don't mean they're not the right person. <laughs> good wisdom teaching pastor, good wisdom. <laughs> I go outside some of my air out my tie. I'm like, uh oh, 
<laughs> I done made somebody mad. <laughs> you go pump the tire back up. And the Bible said, and God said, now I want you to look at this. Now, watch this. Faith comes by what? And hearing by the word of God. It is important that we hear the word of God. Faith don't just come in by hearing words. It has to be the word of God. So the Bible said, here we go, here we go. And God said, and God said, faith should have came. See, if faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God, then we just read and God said. So when we speak according to Genesis 3 and God said, faith should have came. You should have drew faith from what God said. And somebody may say, well, what did he say? Doesn't matter. We're going to read that in just a moment, but really, doesn't matter. Because anytime God speaks, he don't waste words. So whatever God says is full of what he meant. It's full of God's potential. It's full of God's ability. So God can speak to your situation and say, be still. He don't have to call your situation by name because your situation knows the voice of God. And if God says, situation, then no matter what it is, situation, be still, then your situation has to be still. Huh? It's got to be still. Circumstance, be still. Pain, be still. Sickness, be still. Whatever it is, be still. God said, be still. The disciples, they was in an uproar. They was on the, in, the, in the midst of a storm on the boat. And they went down there and woke Jesus up. Jesus was sleeping in the bottom of the ship. And the Bible said, they, they should have had enough faith. Matter of fact, they did. Because God gave to every man the measure of faith. They had faith. They just was afraid to use it. And then sometimes you use faith, watch it, for things that you really don't need faith for. Go ahead, Pastor. They ain't gonna help you. Go ahead. Huh? See, you use you you want to use faith to get a car. You don't need faith for a car. You just need good credit. And an income to be able to support the payment every month. See y'all, let's say that. And what you really need faith for, you don't use it for it. Because we so busy, want to waste faith on things that we don't really need faith for. That's, that's strong. That's strong. That's strong teaching. Why? Because now when you look back over your life, you're talking about I got faith. I got faith to believe I'm not going to run out of gas. Faith was not given to you to keep you from running out of gas. <laughs> gas money keeps you, go on boy, from running out of gas. And you keep your gas money in your pocket talking about I'm walking by faith. I got faith to believe 
I got faith to believe God gonna pay my rent. He do when you get paid. And so you get put out. You get evicted out of your place of residence because you said, I got faith that God gonna pay my rent. And he did. You see, you see how we you see how we we made faith to look foolish? Because we don't properly walk by faith. We don't properly walk by faith. We don't, we don't properly walk by faith. And so the Bible says in Genesis chapter 2, I want y'all to get this for real. Y'all know I don't, I'm not, I don't seek to hype you. I seek to teach you and impart it to you so that you can be established. Right? And God said, let there be light. And there was light. God said, let there be light. And there was light. Look at verse 4. And God saw the light. That it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. I want you to look at that. And God said. And then he saw. He said. And then he saw. See, this is what faith is supposed to do. Faith is supposed. Faith, faith gives us the ability to see what God said. God said it and he saw it. He said it and he saw it. Now I'm gonna give you a I'm gonna give you an example of something because this really blessed me when I was uh studying and, 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 and meditating on the teaching today. The Lord showed me something. He said, He says, uh, that's why it, 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 it's it, the way a person say a thing will determine how you see it. I said, I said, uh, wow. He said, he said, that's why, that's why when a person wants you to see it their way, they'll say it in the way that they want you to see it. See, this, see, this, is, this is what gets us in trouble, especially when we love gossip. We love juicy stuff. We don't discern. We don't try the spirit to see whether it be of God. Somebody can say something about a person, but you all ears to listen. And when they finish talking, you see it based upon what they say. Uh -huh. That's right. See, are y'all with me? Yes, sir. I'm talking to y'all. Y'all gonna die loud with me? Yes, sir. See, we 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 see it the way we heard it, and how we heard it is the way they wanted us to hear it, so we can see it the way they said. It. And God said, "I only saw." what I said. God said, I said, let there be light. And when I said it, I began to see light. God said, I only saw what I said. And if we're going to properly walk by faith, we have to say what he said in order to see what he saw. We got to say what he said in order to see what he saw. The reason why God's people don't see what God said, because we ain't saying it how he said it. We got to say it like he said it in order to see what he saw. And you cannot see the manifestation of what God said until you say it the way he said it. And in order to say it the way he said it, your faith has to believe in what he said. 
Your faith has to come in agreement. I told you, the only way that you can see manifestation of the scriptures or manifestation of what God said, you, your faith has to come in agreement with what God said in order for you to see the manifestation in your life. See, somebody else can see healing in their body, but you can still be sick. Why? Because until your faith come in agreement where he was wounded for my transgressions and he was bruised for my iniquities and the chastisement of my people's upon him and with his strife, I am healed. I will, I will not see the manifestation of healing, but somebody else will. Because their faith has come in agreement with what God said. So my question to you is, do you know what God said? Uh, see, we know what, what people say when somebody talk about me. Who cares? I'm so sick of hearing that kind of language and conversation. I don't care. I don't care what people say about me. Why are you worried about what somebody say about you? People going to talk. Let them talk. They ain't got nothing else to do. Don't you get distracted by somebody Who cares? What did God say? And we can't even say what God said because we don't know. But we can recite everything somebody said about us. That ain't benefiting you, ain't healing you, ain't delivering you, ain't making a way for you, ain't doing nothing for you but distracting you and hindering you from moving forward to where God is calling you to be. So, therefore, I need to make time to learn what God said so that I can see what God said. My life is supposed to be full of what God said in a manifested way. I need to see God manifest what he said, and in order for me to see it, I got to believe it. I got to believe it. So I don't have to be jealous of nobody else, because I got faith to receive. Ooh. I don't have to be jealous of what God gave you, because I got faith to receive what he got for me. We wasted time. We wasted time. We throwing away good energy. We, we, we focusing on the wrong things. And then, and, then we, and then we come up with this woe is me syndrome. God, you forgot about me. God don't forget. He ain't got no memory problem. Oh my God. God remember me. He don't need you to tell him that. I'm teaching better than y'all saying amen. I mean, God, God, remind God. You ain't got to remind. See all this foolishness we be hearing in the body of Christ. We just be saying, remind God. You ain't got to remind God of nothing. He don't forget. God ain't got no forgetful issues. Huh? Remind God. <laughs> remind God. You been that good that you got to remind God? You've been that holy, uh-oh, that righteous, that you, that you, that you, that you, that you got to remind God of how good you been. See, y'all ain't saying that. Because we take that scripture out of context of the, 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 the story of Hezekiah. Where Hezekiah reminded God, no, no, God already knew what Hezekiah did. See, one thing, see, see, if you ain't careful, in order for you to feel like you got to remind God of what you've done, you will operate out of self-righteousness. Now you are walking into an attitude of entitlement. 
Like I deserve what I'm believing God for. Because after all, I've done this. I ain't cussed nobody. I ain't lied. I ain't did no wrong. I know God gonna bless me. <laughs> I went to church every Sunday for three months. Whoopee. Whoopee. We'll give you a certificate at the end of the month for three month attendance. Praise be to God. Y'all see where I'm going with this? We cannot act like we deserve what we get because of something we did. I've been faithful. I've been obedient. I paid my tithes. I paid my offers. I do what I'm supposed to do. I do what I'm supposed to do. I, I go to my job every day. I get in my honest day's work. I do what I do. I do what I do. I'm always on time. I don't cheat out of nobody's lunch time. I don't do that. I don't cheat. I don't cheat on the job. I don't take no staples. I don't do nothing. Come on. I know God gonna bless me. No, that's what you're supposed to do. That's right. As a Christian, as a believer, you're supposed to be different. That's right. <laughs> Lord, this. I should have had my other crowd, Lord. At least they talk back to me, Lord. <laughs> Lord have mercy. So, so, so the, so the, so the, so the whole thing in a, in a, in a nutshell, the whole thing in a nutshell is this right here. Why do we, why do we struggle with our faith? Why is it so hard for us to believe God for what he says? Why? Why do we struggle with taking God at his word? And so God said, let there be light. Now remember, darkness was upon the face of the deep. Face of the deep. So, 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 Watch this. God was present. The word was present. The spirit was present. But also darkness was present. See, a lot of times we think God is not present because we may be in a dark season. And God was present in the midst of darkness. See, never feel like God is far away from you because you are in something that's dark. The Bible said, whosoever calleth on the name of the Lord shall be saved. God can save you anywhere. Good God Almighty. You don't have to be at church to be saved. You don't have to be at a revival to get saved. You don't have to be at a conference to be saved. You can be driving in your car and he can come into your car and save you. You can be at your house. You can be in your bed. You can be on your way to work. You can be on your job. You can be somewhere you ain't got no business. And he can save you. Because see, if people really tell their true testimony, God saved a lot of people outside of church. Some folk got saved at the crack house. Some folk got saved in the club. Some folks got saved in jail. I wish I had a church. Some folks got saved on the corner selling drugs. Some folks got saved on the corner prostituting. Some people found Jesus wherever they were. 
Because, watch this, Jesus will come to you wherever you are. It is people that won't come. I know I'm preaching better than y'all saying that. There's some folk won't come to you because of where you are. They want you to come to them in order for them to witness to you. They want you to come to them for, in order for them to pray for you. But Jesus said, I come to seek and to save that which was lost. So in order for me to save them that are lost, I got to go where the lost is. I can't be sitting up in church being all safe. Because when we only want to stay inside the building and when we never want to go where the lost is, we become selfish saints. And we don't want to share the love of God abroad. Remember now, somebody had to come outside these four walls to go get you. This, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Folks don't want to hear no truth, boy. No, no. We don't want to hear truth. Because, uh, cause see, what, one thing about it, res being saved is responsibility. When you get saved, you take on responsibility. It's no longer about you. You got to go reach somebody. Lord, help us. See, see, Jesus came to die for the whole world. So if he died to save you, why don't you want the world saved? See, the world needs to be saved. The world needs to be delivered. The world needs a savior just like we do. We don't need to haul Jesus all up to ourselves and never share him with the unsaved. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Cousin Junebug need to be saved too. Hallelujah. You keep walking by Cousin Junebug. You need to stop and pray with Cousin Junebug. You need to remind Cousin Junebug God loves you too. See how quiet the church is? We don't want to share the good news. We don't want to tell nobody about Jesus. We want to walk around strutting our stuff like peacocks as if we've been saved all our lives. And remember, Cousin Junebug doesn't know what you used to do. Don't get so up high on your high voice. <laughs> Amen. See? And God said it. And God said, and God said, do you know what God said? Come on. See, see the prophet, the false prophets are quit deceiving so many people if they know what God said. The reason why the people of God keep getting deceived is because they don't know what God said. People can walk up and tell you anything. The Lord told me to tell you. <laughs> and you open up and receive it. And you up here crying, boo and shout, preparing for something that God didn't say. Uh-oh. You up here preparing for, for a man that God never said will be yours. Preparing for a woman that God never said was yours. And you up here making yourself look silly, making plans, and God never said that. <laughs> See? Blessed quietness. <laughs> oh, we don't like this. God told me to pack up, to start packing my stuff, because I'm about to move. Move where? Did he tell you that? Or did somebody tell you he said that? Because whatever people say God tell you to, 
tell you is supposed to confirm with what he already told you. See, that's why the Bible said, and God said, and God said, notice what the Bible said, and God said, past tense. It didn't say, and God saying, it said, and God said. So God said it, and whatever he said, he saw. The Bible said he said, let there be light. And then he saw that it was light. Then he said, light, you're going to be called day. And, 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 and darkness, you're going to be called night. Now, let me tell you something. Darkness was never designed to be wicked. It was never designed to be evil. Now, what happened, mankind likes to do things in the dark and it has given darkness a bad name see y'all are saying that see see the bible said man loved darkness more than light because the deeds are evil darkness was never designed to be bad but darkness the bible said everything god made was good so he made light he made darkness he made night he made day and the evening and the morning was the first or the second or the third. And God said everything he created, he said it was very good. It was very good. God never intended for darkness to have a bad name. It's what people do in the dark that gives darkness a blowing. It is what people do in the dark. He said, I'm going to divide the day from the night. Day you rule in the light, you rule in the daytime. And darkness you rule at night. This is how we can tell the times of the day. This is how we can tell the morning from the evening. And it is the nighttime that is pre uh, preparing us for a new day. I told you that. Nighttime is, is the one that's forecasting that morning is just around the corner. That this day has come to an end. So whatever you need to do in this day, you need to get it done before nightfall. And a lot of times we waste day, daylight and we try to catch up at night. And night is supposed to be when you need to be preparing to rest for the next day. Go on, boy. They ain't going to help you. It's the nighttime that's supposed to be for you to be prepared to go to bed, not to go out and party. Not to go out and do something else and up on top of what you did in the daytime. You're supposed to be prepping for rest. So that when the morning comes, you won't sleep through the morning. See, y'all ain't saying that. Proverbs said, it ain't good to stay up late and try to rise up early. See, <laughs> oh God, hallelujah be to God. He done prepared your body. He created your body for you to lay down at a certain time and for you to get up at a certain time. He done prepared your body for you to stay up all day and all night and try to function properly the next day. You and I need sleep. Amen. Sleep is a blessing from God. And whether you utilize it or not, God gave us sleep. And he don't just want us to sleep, he want us to rest. He wants you to rest your mind. He wants you to rest your body. 
He wants everything about you. He wants your spirit to rest. He wants your soul to rest. A lot of us, we go to bed at night, but we don't rest because our soul is not resting. Our spirit is at, un uh, at, at unrest. And we are disturbed and troubled and worried and stressed and depressed about so many things that we can't even fix on our own. We need to learn how to give it to God and go to bed. We need to learn how to give it to God and let God work it out. And by in the morning, like the old saints will say, everything will be all right. That's what we got to do. We, 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 we are forfeiting what God gave us to, 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 to bless our lives. Something that was given to bless your life, we mishandled it and it ended up hurting our life. And that's why people, they wake up the next day, they're so moody. <laughs> they're so mean. They're so snappy. Good morning. What's so good about it? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Let's start with we alive. <laughs> huh? Huh? We're we moody. I ain't in the mood. Not today. You used to pick at people every day. Then they come to you thinking, you know, it's another day. We're going we gonna, to we gonna have a good time. This, we, we, hey, we got to make the best of a situation we got. I don't want to be here no more than you do, but we got to be here today. So let's, let's get along. Let's make the best out of a bad situation. And you come up in there, not today. Don't bother me. I ain't in the mood. Because <laughs> you didn't get no sleep last night. You didn't take you didn't take advantage of he giveth his beloved sweet sleep. <laughs> huh? See, see, I see uh, I see uh uh y'all are y'all hearing what I'm saying? He said, uh, uh well, 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 he says, God said, let that be. And he saw that it was good. Then the next verse, he kept saying, God said. God called. If you keep reading on down, I'm just going to skip on down. He said, God said, God said, God made, God saw, God created, God said, God said, God said, God said, God said, God said, God created, and God blessed. I'm about to, I'm about to move. I'm about to move. I'm about to move from here for the day. I'm about to move. No, he said, but at the end, he said, and God blessed. See, we should not be blessing that which God did not say. Y'all listen. Huh? We should not be blessing what God did not create. What God did not ordain. What God did not start. Go on, boy. What God did not put his approval on. What God's word is not sealed by, we should not be blessing. We should not be speaking a blessing over something that God has cursed. See, y'all ain't saying that. See, see, that's what he that's what he told Balaam, the prophet. Y'all ain't saying that. See, Balak wanted Balaam to curse the children of God. And, and Balaam said, I cannot curse what God has blessed. Because Balak did not like the fact that God's people was being fruitful and they were multiplying and they were growing by the thousands and he wanted to stop their growth. You missed that word. 
There are some people that don't like you growing. There's some people that wants to stop your growth. That's why they try to talk you out of walking by faith. That's why they try to talk you out of standing on what God said. That's why they try to talk you out of not going to church all the time. You go to church too much. No, you don't go at all. It, it ain't. You don't go enough. You don't go at all. <laughs> How about start going some? And then you won't criticize me for going too much. Uh-oh. Matter of fact, what, what, that don't even make sense. We are the church. How are we going to church too much? See, y'all ain't saying Huh? Only people that don't want to be the church will tell you you go to church too much. Because for, for you to tell me I go to church too much, what you're telling me, stop being the church a lot. It'll hit you tomorrow. By 215. Huh? See, you go to church too much. You go to church too much. You go to church too much. But don't you go everywhere you want to go? Right. Do I need to sing my blessed quietness song again? <laughs> do, do I need to sing a little bit? It need, it need, it need, it need, uh, need, need a, uh, need a few hummers in the background. <laughs> and now, now the scripture said, and God blessed when He saw that it was good. Now there's something else I saw in this, and I, I got to go. There's something else I saw. The Bible said. And the evening and the morning was the sixth day. After he made man in Genesis 126 and 127, the Bible said on the seventh day, Brother Rayfield, he rested. He rested from his work. And the evening and the morning was the, uh, 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 the sixth day. And on the seventh day, he rested. See, we look at Sunday is uh, uh, the, the seventh day, right? But Sunday is really the first day of the week. That's right. That's right. Saturday is, is the Sabbath. That's the rest day. Ain't it funny that people want to rest on Sunday when that's supposed to be God's day? See, y'all, they said that. See, they, don't, they work Monday through Friday but can't come to church on Sunday because they say they're resting. Well, what did you do on Saturday? See y'all, they say that. You're supposed to rest on Saturday so you can be ready to spend time with God on Sunday. And I know I hear somebody, but what about every day? That too. But don't we, don't we, don't we, don't we use Sunday as the day that we spend time? That's the Lord's day. It's funny how we resting on God's day. So we greedy. We, we want all the days to ourselves. Oh, y'all don't like this. We want all the days to ourselves. Watch. And then yet we want God to bless everything we do. <laughs> uh, Lord, they didn't like that one either. <laughs> hey, I'm the mailman. I only deliver what's on my route. <laughs> huh? That was your mail. I got a stack at my house. See, y'all ain't saying that. 
See, I'm not preaching to you. I'm talking to us. That's right. I'm ministering to us. Now watch, now watch this. And, and, and I'm, I'm, I want to cover this scripture right here. Go to Romans 4 and 17. And then I'm going I'm to I'm I'm uh, bring it on in. I'm going to bring it on in. Go to Romans 17. 4 and 17. And this is very important because we've heard this scripture quoted. We've heard this scripture said. Whoever heard, who, who in here heard this scripture? Call those things that be not as though they were. Who in here heard that before? Okay, now this is the problem with that scripture. We quote it like it's us. And when you quote it like it's you, you are not rightly divided. But we've heard preachers say it. We've heard prophets say it. We've heard all these folks that's gifted and talented say it. Call those things that be not as though they were. Speak to that situation and call those things. I'm about to show you that's not your job. And it's right there in the book. In black and white. See, when we don't read the Bible, when we don't study the Bible, we operate in the spirit of error. That's right. yes. oh, yes, I'm gonna tell you why. Because we put all the responsibility of studying on the preacher. That's right. Yes. I get dressed to come to church for you to teach me. For you to give me the Bible. Now you own a Bible. Some of you own more than one. And don't open not one of them till you come back to church. Facebook Live, I hope you're saying amen to your pastor more than these are sitting here. The visitors, DTWC, are helping me. Thank you, visitors. Now, Romans, y'all got it? Romans. 4 and 17. Let me show y'all. It's, 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 wait a minute. Oh, I had it. Let me go get it. Hold up. Because I want to be on the same page with y'all. All right. Okay. Okay. Now, what does Romans 4 and 17 say? Come on, y'all read. Come on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh-huh. All right. Now, I got my new Bible, y'all. Let me, uh, let me, uh, Mother Kears bought me this Bible. <laughs> My other Bible has already been marked. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. When this Bible is new, the pages stick together. It says in, um, um, I'm a, now I'm going to read it. Y'all read it, right? It says, as, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. This is God talking to Abraham. Before him whom he believed, God, uh, Abraham believed God. The Bible said he believed God so so much so that God counted as righteousness unto him. Uh -huh. 
It was, it was righteousness under him. And we know that righteousness is that which is in right standing with God. So, so, so what we believe, we have to make sure we believe that which is in right standing with God. Because if it's not in right standing with God, it ain't righteousness. And your faith can be in something that has nothing to do with God. <laughs> and so he was telling, matter of fact, let me go back and read a few more verses before that because it'll really make sense. Look at verse um, Look at verse 15 Because the law worketh wrath For where no law is There is no transgression um, How do we know When something is wrong The law If there was no law against running red lights You would think running red lights Is okay If there was no law against running stop signs You would think Running a stop sign is okay. So how do you know when something is wrong? Because there's a law. There was a law and there's a penalty and a punishment to your actions. So y'all understand? Y'all with me so far? The Bible says there, so uh, watch this. Therefore it, is of, it, therefore, it is of faith that it might be by grace to the end the promise might be sure to all the seed. This is the promise that he made with Abraham. Not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. So we, we know that the Bible says that Abraham is the father of many nations. There are people who are already born, and then there were people who have not been born yet. That's going to come down the lineage and, and, and the genealogy of the father of many nations. This is a promise that God had made to Abraham. And the Bible says that, but to that also which is of faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Now look at verse 17. I had to go back and read that so that you can get an understanding of why we are reading this scripture. As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead and called calleth those things which be not as though they were. Only God. <laughs> Translate this. You know what this means? Only God, and I read it, only God can call what does not exist into existence. You don't you don't have power to do that. Because well 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 it's my words that's spoken, but it's still it still take God to make it so. You can't make people exist. You can't create oh my God. You can't create people to exist. Only God can create. Only God can create man. Only God created the heavens and earth. You don't see nowhere in there where it says us and God. In the beginning, me and God created the heavens and earth. That, ain't right. that is not what it says. It says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and earth. And God said, watch this, let us make man. The God, the Word, and the Spirit. Jesus is the Word. The Word is Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, John 1 and 1. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. 
See, Jesus was in the beginning. He was in the beginning in the form of the word. When we look at him in the New Testament, he came in the form of a baby. He came in the form of the Savior. He came in the form of the Deliverer. But in Genesis, he was in the form of the Word. He was there. And so, and so, and so the Bible said here in, in, in Romans 4 and 17, it says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead. Only God can quicken the dead. The Bible said the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body. Shall also quicken your mortal body. So it is the spirit of God that quickeneth. It is the spirit of God that giveth life. It is the spirit of God that raises the dead. It is the spirit of God that brings newborn babies into the world. It is the Spirit of God that heals all manner of sickness and disease. It is the Spirit of God. It ain't us. We are earthen vessels. We are who God uses. The treasure is in the earthen vessel. The vessel is not the treasure, but the Bible said we have treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency may be of God and not of us. We don't get the glory. We don't get the praise. We don't get the attention. Only God. I felt like hollering right there. Only God gets the glory out of our life. And always give it to him. And never let nobody praise you. Never. You did good. No, I didn't. The Lord did good. You preached us happy. No, I didn't. The Holy Ghost. Oh, have mercy. Preach does happen. Lord, it was you that laid hands on me. No, it wasn't me. The gift of healing is from God. It wasn't me. You know, you gave me a word and it came to pass. Well, it was the word of the Lord. If it came to pass, it was the word of the Lord. Because his word cannot return back void. Mine will. Because without his word speaking through me, I can say whatever you want to hear. But that don't make it God's word. My God. So it is God that calleth those things. I just read it to you. That be not as though they were. See, you see, you see how you see how the spirit of error can lead people astray because we don't take time to read. We don't take time to study. I can't get no help. We don't take time to look at the scriptures and see what God said. And the reason why we see things wrong because we don't go and read and listen to who said it right. The Bible said rightly divide. We are to study to show ourselves approved. We don't supposed to study to show people we know something. We supposed to study to show ourselves approved. A workman that needs to see studying is work. Y'all ain't saying that. That's why I say a workman. It, it's work to study. That's why people don't study because they don't want to work. 
They don't want to work in the scriptures. They don't want to search the scripture. You're supposed to search the scripture. You're supposed to lay before God. You're supposed to pray and ask God, Lord, what do you want me to say to your people? I don't want to preach what they want to hear. I want to preach what you want them to hear. You've got the word to eternal life. I can't say what's going to make them jump and shout. I want them, after they finish jumping and shouting, to live something. You gotta live something when there's no music playing. You gotta live something when there's no choir singing. You gotta live something when there's no praise team that's singing. You have to live something. When you go on your job, they need to see Jesus. When you go among your family, they need to see Jesus. Your children need to see Jesus. Your brother needs to see Jesus. Your parents need to see Jesus. Your enemies need to see Jesus. Because he said, if a way, the man way please the Lord, He'll make your enemies be at peace with you. You ought to want Jesus to be so seen in your life that your enemies say, peace. Truth. I don't want to be an enemy with you anymore. I see that Christ in you. I am so impressed by what he's done in your life. And if he can change your life, he can come in my life. He can make me brand new. He can wash me from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet. He can purge me with his son that I may be clean. He can wash me that I be white as snow. Create in me a clean heart. Oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. And oh Lord, take not thy Holy Spirit away from me. See, that's where we need to pray. That's what we need to seek God for. The right spirit. Give me the right spirit. I don't want the wrong spirit. Because the wrong spirit produces wrong fruit. Lord, have mercy. The wrong spirit will direct you in the wrong direction. The wrong spirit will cause you to make wrong decisions. The wrong spirit would cause you to trust and confide in the wrong people. It's the right spirit. Renew a right spirit because I want to do right. I, I want to live right. I, I want to talk right. I want to walk right. I want to think right. And I want to do that which is right. I don't want to do what I want to do. I want to do what God called me to do. And see, Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. What do you see? Because what you see will affect your faith. And it has something to do with your faith. Believe it or not. What do you see? Are you saying what God said? Because you can't see what God said if you don't say what God said. And you got to believe it. And, and, and just because it didn't happen overnight, don't mean it's not going to happen. Don't mean that God didn't say it. See, the enemy comes to us in that in-between time. While we're waiting on manifestation. We, we believe what God said. And it hadn't happened in a few days. And the devil said, it ain't going to happen. Then he started talking to you. What you believe in that for? I, I told you it wasn't going to happen. It seemed like the situation get worse. 
Y'all have said that. Huh? The dog of God was just before day. See like, see, like things get worse. God, I know you're going to heal my body. And while you're waiting on your healing, that pain gets stronger and stronger. It gets sharper and sharper. Lord, I know you're going to help me get out of this pit, this, this, this financial debt I'm in. Thank